and welcome back football season. Dan Hicken and Stuart Weber with the Action Sports Jacks Pylon podcast. With Brent and Dan. With Brent and Dan. No Brent, though, today as he is uh, in front of a campfire singing Give Me a Home Where the Buffalo Roam and the Deer and the Antelope Play. He's on vacation in Wyoming. More on that in just a second. Uh, but uh, what an exciting time as the Jaguars are back on the practice fields uh, today. First practice uh, all weekend. If you're planning on going, Saturday night would be a great one because in pads, first time, should be a lot of fun to watch the boys get after it a little bit. But uh, let's talk about today. Let's to get out of the sun. Good point. And, but today was Which, beautiful. Thank you, Mike Burrish. Yes. Nice overcast day oh, for, for one, us out wonderful. there at practice. All right, news of the day. Uh, let's start. Uh, Jalen Ramsey not here. He had a, had a child born, a Baby little girl. girl. Yep. Um, so had a little girl born, and he's waiting up in Nashville until uh, mom and daughter are A-OK, and then he'll be down and has the blessing from his coach and, and the organization. Uh, Dante Fowler Jr. working on the sidelines. Um, he on the pup ha- list. He's on the pup, physically unable to perform list, has a bad left shoulder, needs to strengthen it before he returns to football. He met the media today, Stuart. You were in yeah. there for that. What was your take from Dante? He uh, He's an interesting character. He is. It, it, it almost got testy towards the end of that press conference. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Did he get annoyed, or was the media getting annoyed? He, or he was getting annoyed. At the, what, all the questions about not getting the option there, and such? There really, there really weren't any questions that we didn't expect to come. Right. Obviously, he's going to be asked about the incident that has required him to be suspended for the first game of the year by the NFL. Which was from last year, which though. Which was from last okay. year, correct. So he's uh, kind of done talking about it. He's done that? talking about it kind of thing. But uh, then, you know, questions about, you know, how he is physically, which then that kind of piled right. onto it as well. Right. To where, you know, he was saying, hey, when the pads go on, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I weigh. Uh, then, then you get the questions about the contract, which so you're kind of piling on, yeah, and piling on. Yeah, I get it. Uh, much like we do on this podcast, the pylon podcast. Yes, we do. Uh, but you know, asking about the Jaguars not picking up the fifth year option, um, which he said, I don't care. Honestly, I don't care. Is what he well, said. he may not care right now, but he certainly cared when he got the word of it. Yeah, because, no doubt. Yeah, there's a lot at stake here, and he is playing for a contract. He'll miss the first game of the season against the Giants, suspended by the National Football League, but. Overall, look, I think Dante Fowler Jr., you know, if he goes out and has a 10-sack season, he's going to get a boatload of money somewhere. It's just not going to be here. It, yeah. So, <laughs> Especially uh, with the amount of money invested in that defensive line, yeah. the, the better the season he has, the more likely he will not be coming back. And he won't be the only one, by the way. There will be another big name from that defensive line who will not be back next year. I can almost guarantee that. But, but we'll worry about that next year. Yeah, we'll worry about that next year. This year, the buzzword is expectation. It's sure. something we haven't had around here in forever uh, Stuart Weber and forever like, being my entire tenure here. By the way, that's true. That's really the last time the Jaguars had this big of expectation. I would say was 1999, which is a different century, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, different millennia. Yeah. So you Take it one step further. Also, we're in with Blake Bortles today. What did he say about expectation? So for for him, you know, he he acknowledged the fact that yes. From outside looking in, the expectation is certainly higher now. Right. Uh, both from the media, both from fans, all in that category. Mm-hmm. But he also said, hey, we have the same mindset that we had a year ago to where, you know, we have expected to be this good the entire time. This is this is what we had anticipated this entire time. So certainly he understands everyone outside is saying, yes, the expectations are higher. But right. in his mind, they're not. They're the same as they were last year. Okay. Well, 
regardless, last year he was fighting for his NFL yeah, career, and now he's a well-paid veteran quarterback so far. But if he doesn't play well, they'll they'll be the the dogs will be out on him again. But I will say this. He has played well in camp. He looks good, and he threw some really nice balls today, some pretty balls uh, for long gainers to – and he wasn't – it was to everybody. It was to Dante Moncrief, D.D. Westbrook, uh, D.J. Chark. I saw them all. Um, Marquise uh, Lee made catches today. Another good moment in, in the press conference today, you know, talking about just how that receiving core is one year older. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how last year there'd be times in the huddle where he'd go through a play and he'd get some blank looks from some of the young guys. All right. Uh, whereas now, when he starts to read off a play, they're starting to running out of the huddle before he's done. They know it. They know it. They That's know good. what's coming. And so somebody asked the follow up question, "What'd you do when you got those blank stares?" And Blake said, "I called a timeout." <laughs> Which everyone had a good chuckle over because, well, that's exactly what happened. You know, yeah. when, when not everyone's not on the same page, that's what happens. But you talk about all those guys being a year older, with the mm-hmm. exception of DJ Chark, the rookie coming in, and you know what difference that can make for the offense. No question about it. Leonard is slimmer. Uh, he says he weighs two twenty three. He weighed two forty at the combine. I'll be curious to see what a difference it makes and if it benefits Leonard Fournette. Somebody told him to play lighter. And we were talking today, and we're wondering if, you know, that sledgehammer attacking style that he had works, but it won't last long in the NFL. You know, you're better off making people miss than running over them. Um, If you run over them for three years, there's going to be some residual damage. I'll say this. Where he looked slimmer was the midsection, certainly not in the legs. The powerhouse, the, you know, where he— He was showing them off today, wasn't he? All the guys are these days. They're all all hiking up up the short shorts and— Yes. That almost look like that dolphin be... shorts from my day. It's very unnerving, quite frankly. Dolphin shorts. Yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. Um, different time. Way back when. Uh, uh, but what else? Okay, so uh, on the practice field today, yeah. Austin Safarian Jenkins had a nice grab. You know, it's great to talk about all the talent that is out there because there are a lot of good football players. I saw the Godfather. I saw Dave Caldwell. And, you know, they look, uh, they look out at their football team and they see a lot of really good football players that's why there's expectation. That's why there's another E, excitement in Jacksonville. Nice crowd for a, a first day of practice. 2,371. Okay. Uh, to give you the exact number okay. of fans out there in the stands. Good crowd uh, to check it out. The thing I always love is the oohs and ahs that come from the crowd. Mm-hmm. But they only come on offense, which is weird. Yeah. Because you got to think, well, if they had a great offensive play, that means somebody on the defense did bad. But if they had a great defensive play, that means somebody on offense did bad. So it's kind of like a... Is it a win-win or a lose-lose? Right, right. It's practice. So it's a, it's a weird thing, but, you know, the the flashy offensive players are the ones that get the oohs You're coming right, from the crowd. you're right. But it was a good crowd, and it was a lot of fun, and it's great to be back out there because, listen, I'm not a huge watch practice guy. What it tells me, though, what it always does for me is it indicates we're another step closer to the real deal. Yeah. And so, uh, in fact, a week from Thursday in seven days – uh, there'll be an NFL football game, the Hall of Fame game, yeah. is next Thursday with the uh, Chicago Bears and the Baltimore Ravens. So that's just around the corner. Uh, Jacksonville's own Brian Dawkins will get inducted into the uh, into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So congrats to him this weekend. Chipper Jones goes into the Baseball Hall of Fame. He played at Bulls High School. So a lot of good things happening this summer. But we are focused right now on the Jags, all things uh, teal and black, and see what they're able to do. I will notice this. The organization uh, – Every year, there's always change with the Jags, and I applaud them for it. They always try to step up their game. Today, for the first time, getting to training camp practice, and this is 
my 24th year, I think, our 24th season, including one in Stevens Point. Uh, this year was it was like a maze walking through all the people and all the different uh, uh, gates and such to work your way out onto the practice fields. It's interesting how it gets bigger and bigger every year, which is a good thing. That's what we want. We want an NFL team, an NFL field. That's that's how it is. Yeah, it's cool to see, and you know, you have uh, more fans makes that required you know, right to where you have to kind of divert around and, and get in there and and a lot of it too though comes from the tom coughlin factor mm-hmm. of him being there of him wanting it you know regimented to where you have to go this specific way and and have to be accompanied by somebody so that's that's certainly part of it as well yeah there's definitely a different uh air around when the godfather is uh, setting down the law versus the past regime, but hard, hey, to, hard to argue with it based on uh, results yeah, uh, last worked. year. It know? worked, so good for them. Good for the Jags. Cannot wait for things to happen. Okay, uh, if you're setting your calendar, uh, tell folks Saturday. What time are the Jaguars? Practice six thirty. Under the lights. Season ticket holders only. Season ticket holders only. Good point. Good point. So that's coming up if and you want to go see the Any of the other open practices, you have to register online. Right. It's Jaguars.com/slash/trainingcamp. Uh, what about Marcel Robinson and his singing today? You were in the yeah, car with him. We've got a few Marcel topics to get to, but yes. we'll uh, we'll start with the singing. Okay, that was horrible. Uh, we popped into the car, and on the the volume was down, but he yeah. saw Adele's name, and he's like, "Oh, I love this song!" Cranked it up, yeah, and off he went. Yes. Uh, feel free to check out my Twitter at Stuart A S Jacks. Okay, and uh, you'll see Marcel's rendition. What about the kickball game? Is that controversial as well? Ooh. Is there any video of Marcel running? Listen, folks, when you play sports, uh, you play sports to win. I understand that. You you compete. If you're playing co-ed, co-ed, boys and girls, men and women, kickball, kickball, not football, basketball, baseball, kickball, more of a social event, if you will, uh, you're not so worried about the score. But apparently, Marcel Robinson is because – I'm told, and I've, it's been reported by numerous people, and sources are telling me that Marcel Robinson, who works here with us, ran over a female at home plate in a, for those older folks who remember the the Ray Fossey-Pete Rose collision in the All-Star it game. It just like that. 1970 All-Star game with dust and dirt flying. I was an eyewitness. You saw it. I saw it, yes. And to the point that the young lady cried, and what really bothers me, or troubles me, I should say, because it doesn't bother me, but it troubles me, is that Marcel, after the fact, has been trying to defend his actions instead of just simply saying, look, I made a mistake. I'm a competitive guy. I was amped up. I was flying because I'm a fast runner. I was coming home, and I lost my mind for a second, and I took her out. Don't give him that credit as a fast runner. No, don't, 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 no? don't build that up at all. The, uh, now, I will say— uh-huh. She was standing on the plate, man. Okay, again. Unnecessarily. She's standing on the plate because she doesn't really know the ins and outs of the oh, kickball game. She knew. She jumped, she jumped in. The kickball game, Stuart. Yeah, no. I mean, personally, I, I don't think I would have stepped on her foot, but. You Why know, don't you just run up and the stop? There was no play at the plate, you told me. From my perspective, I could tell there was no play at the plate. Marcel yes. has his back turned to the play. You know, he's got his eyes on the prize. Yes, one lousy run, which, by the way, was that the winning run in the bottom of the last inning? Second inning. Second um, inning early, we're taking girls early out. Early in this matchup. We're taking girls out of kickball games in the second inning. I will, Somebody has to check themselves. I will say she returned in game two of the doubleheader. So I'm she not wasn't even, that hurt. I'm not even going to 
because even on the podcast, the Pollon podcast, decorum prohibits me from saying what Marcel Robinson, uh, my friend from Folkestone, comma, Georgia, told me about when you step on a field, whether there be man and or women. That, that doesn't go on the podcast. but I'm know. not going to even hint at what was possibly said. I'm just shuddering in the response. I think we may be working with a madman. I know we are. The Adele incident has confirmed that from earlier today in the uh, the car. All right, well, Marcel aside, the other guy who's not here needs to be talked about as well, and that's our very own Brent Martineau, uh, who up until— Fearless leader. Up until 2018, uh, uh, July 22nd, in my mind, maybe 15th, in my mind, sure was the hardest worker— that I that I know in 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 the local news industry, the national news industry. That was the prevailing thought. Stuart, I'm going to be honest with you. Part of the reason why I came over here five now five and a half years ago was because I was promised that Brent would do all the work. Yeah, that was in your contract, the first one. I hate to, you know, I'm not trying. I I don't mind doing the work, but part of the reason why what was so enticing was look. You, you're just the media mogul. You're just a pretty face. You just go up. I don't think those are yeah. the words they use. Yeah, that's what yeah. they told me. Okay. You just go up and do the television stuff. Brent will handle all the paperwork. Where is the guy? With the, Where is he? With the yaks and the... What about the kids who look geysers. up to him? He's a role model, you know. Yeah. No. Children of Jacksonville expect to see Brent Martineau on the television talking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Here we are in football season, well into almost August, and he's nowhere to be found. Odds he files a report from the National Park tonight on Twitter. He needs to. He needs to show his face. He needs to go get the Wyoming Wildman's family. He needs to feel a sense of obligation because, quite frankly, it's not there. And this, this nonsense has to stop. Is it a holdout? What is, what is, is it a contract dispute? I don't know. He, I know this. I know he didn't show. I know I've personally find him, and I'll find him again tonight on the television. I make uh, our friends uh, Tanika and John Bachman very uncomfortable Sure. when I start talking about him not being here. But I feel like it must be said. You make a lot of people uncomfortable. I apologize. Should anyway, so football's back. Yep. Uh, the Jags are rolling. Marcel's a bad human. Yep. And Brent doesn't give a damn about any of us. I think I think, I think all that these sums it up. are evident, yeah. You and I, however, will continue to carry on. I myself am going to have to get a couple naps in at some point. Yeah, you know that's... me. I've, again, I'm not what I used to be. <laughs> well, we know. Yeah. So uh, we'll try By to— By the way, the Blitz right around the corner. We're going to get you out there shooting again. I can't wait. I know. We're going to send I'm you— So excited. Send you to Providence a couple times. Thank you. Can we get the boy King out there slinging some balls? Can we? That's that's a question for you, not me. No. Okay. Uh, all right. So thanks for listening. Yep. Uh, we're going to no do f- more of these now that we're back in football yeah, season, Yeah, we'll, right? we'll, we'll fire these up. No free dinners for this one. Uh, no gifts. <laughs> no. Uh, but that's coming as well. And that, maybe The maybe, generosity returns with the Martin now, I believe. Maybe Jaguar tickets down the road. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You're really... Keep listening. They're throwing it out there. Keep listening. I may have some of those for you. See, I can get some Armada tickets, but, man, that's... Shout that's out to Mark pull. Lowry, who left the program. Mark Lowry taking a good job with the USL. Time to disband he, the Armada. No, stop it. What? You're ridiculous. No? 
he earned that promotion to a, to the other league, so don't worry about it. Okay. He stayed when many would have left. Do you have any insight onto the next coach? I think it's Marcel Robinson. <laughs> that take no prisoners attitude on the field uh, really would translate well for the Armada. All right, more Jaguar news to follow always on the Pylon Podcast with uh, Dan and and Stuart and Marcel. You want to sing us out? 